I'm Chase. And I'm Timothy. And this is Customer Service. Timothy, how are you doing? I am well. I am I am ready for the week. Feeling um, a little under the weather. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that everyone is kind of it's kind in of it rough. right now. I think it's just the changing weather. I'm kind of like I'm a little like stuffed up. I got a yeah. little bit of a headache. I feel like it's just stupid sinus stuff. But yeah, kind of tired and ugh, yeah, so. same deal. Kind of like achy, just like yeah. I need a reset. Yeah, so. I need uh, that that movie Wanted where they curve the bullets. <laughs> they put everybody in the wax yeah. and you, you reset. Mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie I, is I, there. Honestly, I've I've seen the trailer a hundred times and I remember there was like a music video at the time when that came out that it was like there was footage from the from the movie in the yeah. music video. They don't really do that anymore. You're saying like mix music and movie. Yeah, I mean you think of like a, the Celine Dion Titanic song. There was movie footage cut in when yeah. that Seal song came out for Batman Returns or whatever, whatever, but whatever that Batman. That the guy had to apologize for whenever that came out. <laughs> Kiss from a Rose. Uh, when that came out, there's a lot of movie footage in it. And I feel yeah. like I, there was, I f- maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty certain there was like a music video. And I remember seeing footage from the, in the music video, but I've never seen the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So them dip, getting dipped in wax is not, not sitting with me. <laughs> I didn't see that detail. But They put them in wax. You know, it's a situation where they can get hurt, go in the wax, they come back out, they're all good. Mm. Again, Angelina Jolie is like running the show. There's a lot of guns. It's quoted in the office. Mm-hmm. I know so it's worth noting that. But uh, yeah, would love to have a wax bath. Other than that, um, yeah, so I guess we'll hop into it. We've got a, a fun guest today. Yep. Um, he's, you know, not to spoil anything, but you've seen him on the YouTube. He's been modeling for us for years. I actually met him. I've been living in Colorado for seven years now. And I met him around the time I met him probably two or three years, four years ago, <laughs> two, three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's that young thug video. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, yeah so anyway, it's Kenyatta, a very, very dear friend of all of ours. Yeah. He he's he's just he's, really well he's loved. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's good everywhere he goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's so funny the amount of times that someone's been in the shop and been like, Oh, you know, Yada told me to come here and it's like, yeah. God, he knows everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really well connected, but yeah, he's just, he's a good dude. He, he, I don't remember even how he, I mean, I think he started coming in cause he knew you and, and then he, you know, obviously he's a very stylish dude. And I mean, it must've been, I must've asked him to model. I must've been like, Probably, dude, yeah. come in here, model, uh, yeah, and all, yeah, and all, and you know, he 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 comes from like, um, in terms of like what he wears, like he wears like a lot of sneakers, a lot of like double knees. He's he's been doing the full pant leg, like like a mm. more not like a skinny pant. Like mm-hmm. I don't know that I've ever seen him in like a skinny pant. Mm-mm. And so he was ahead of that trend, is what I'm saying. You know, what I mean? he's yeah, he's whatever he's doing, you want to be doing too. Uh, you see yeah. him and you're like, damn, he, he he's just, just gets, good. Yeah. He's just comfortable in it. So. Yeah. So he's a, he's a fun chat. He's a funny guy. He's very chill. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah. He's he's yeah. Uh, he, you know he he would come around a lot, and we would get to chatting about about clothes or culture or whatever it was. And he's just always fun to talk to. So yeah. he's another one of these that'll probably be a reoccurring guest because he's around a lot, and we yep. like chatting with him. So he always has interesting opinions. And um, yeah, I mean, I think I think that I think that people really resonate with uh, with, uh, with with Kenny out as well. Little Kenny, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
All right. Well. Yep. So without further ado. Uh, <clears throat> <Whoops>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. With, <laughs> he can't do it. Here's Kenyatta Cole. Here's Kenyatta. Why like podcasts are even important? It's just like I don't really care what, like what you're talking about. Like I just, just I like completely I like agree. The lack of the con- like concept of conversation is always interesting. I don't for the most part too. Like I do my murder podcasts and, and whatnot, but like a lot of podcasts, I just want people talking. I really yeah. don't care a whole lot about the subject matter as much as I like to hear people talking. Like yeah. you said, it's kind of like you have someone with you. Yeah. It's in college, like, I like living in the dorms just because you could sort of like... Listen in. <laughs> yeah, there's just always something going on. You could just sort of walk into other conversations whenever you <laughs> felt like it, because everyone's door was open, so yeah. you sort of like walked into their uh-huh, area uh-huh. and figure, hey, what are they doing? And yeah. you could walk out at any point. Yeah. You could really, yeah, you were around people just kind of It was kind of nuts looking back, like, kind of just like Trevor West. You Trevor know I mean? and Stacy smashing yeah. <laughs> over to the dorm right next to you, and you're yeah. just like... What is going on? Hey, it's 11.30 in the morning. Um, The dorms are cool. Like, I never experienced that. Mm -hmm. But, like, Rob, we would, like, go see Rob and, like, stay in his dorm. But then I got Rob in trouble one time. Just, what happened? Because we were drunk. And Rob was, like, underage. Yeah. And I was smacked. And it's, like, the the dorm, because it was in, like, Boulder or whatever CU and the dorm was separated so it was like the girls were on the other side of the building and uh-huh. the guys were on the like this like specific side and like his dorm mate was like an old homie and we like got along with him like dude Jesse it was just like so we would just like chill in their dorm for like hours like, sometimes we would even like stay in there and it'd be like four of us yeah and then, like, Rob and Jesse. So it'd be, like, six of us just, like, spread out. Someone's playing, like, Call of Duty or Skate on the Xbox. We, like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. like... No, I know, I know. Pure vibes. Like, it was so funny. But then, like, one time I, like, went... We were there. We, had like, went to a party. Got, like, super turned. Chris got... Was smacked. I don't know yeah. what happened, but he decided to, like, smash a 40... Like as quick as possible, uh-huh. and then someone was like, "Oh, do you want a shot of like, like Jack Daniel's whiskey honey?" And he was like, "Oh, sure." Yo, and he took it like I'll immediately after, and we had to like go back for like I don't even remember why for like some reason. So this girl like dropped us off like on the campus, and then Chris was like, "Oh, you like, yo, I like feel crazy," and I was like. <laughs> Are you like you're good, bro? And he's like, nah, like. And I was like, what happened? Because I was in the kitchen. Like, if I go to a party, I'm in the kitchen, bro. Really? I don't. That's where you find you. My comfort spot is in the kitchen. Don't know why. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you have an explanation? Because I kind of do. I feel like the most level-headed individuals are in the kitchen. That's true. I I don't know why. I don't have. You said you had an explanation, and then you immediately said because the level-headed people are. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) No, but no, but I'm just saying I don't know why that that group of people gravitate towards the kitchen. But I would say I didn't go to college out here, but I feel the same way. I felt I could walk in the kitchen and be like, "All right, cool, we're like." We're good here for a second. Yeah, the homies are in the kitchen. They're chilling. They're sitting on the counter, drinking. There's. I might rummage through your counters or like yeah. your cabinets and stuff, find some snacks, and I'm chilling. I'm yeah. I yeah. can stay in that spot for hours. Yeah. And then everyone that fucks with you or whatever will migrate to the kitchen, uh-huh. and you'll just talk. You're holding you just, court. Yes, bro. Yeah. yeah. It's like when you when you go and play basketball on the court, and then like you're just there all day because uh-huh. you're just W after W, like you don't yeah. leave. Yeah. 
But it was just like, it was the vibes, bro. I was in the kitchen. You know, we went back, dropped Chris off. He was like, I think I'm going to throw up. And there was nowhere to go. So we go to the bathroom in Rob's dorm. And I'm like, Chris is fucking throwing this up. This is like a, like a, is it a dorm where it's like a bathroom for the floor? or yeah, it's you, a bathroom for the okay, floor. Yeah. And it's monitored by like whatever the, I don't the know. RA, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the RA or whatever. So I'm like... Just turn And I just like I'll just like Make conversation And I make conversation With the RA And I'm like Bro Like Your your sandals Are so sick And it was like These crazy Like Toe thong sandals Uh And I was just Smacked Just like Talking about shit dude. Yeah 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 And he was like Oh thanks man Like Then you guys are good though You know what I mean No we're not good Cause he didn't know Chris He was good with me Oh okay, okay. But he's like Oh who's the kid throwing up And I was like Oh nah It's nothing crazy dude Like he, We just went out to dinner And he, I he think he ate something bug. crazy Yeah And he was like <laughs> he, he was like crazy. Yeah like I'm yeah. like, I think I was like, we had sushi or something. I think he got like bad fish or Yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, well, I need to check in on it. I was like, no, 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 he's good, dude. The homie's taking care of him. And he was like, no, I have to check in. Like, that's my job. And I was like, oh, my God. Man, fuck dude. your sandals. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this dude's a clown, bro. It's not that serious. Yeah. Like, you don't have to, like, protect and serve. I hate when people do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. protect and serve. Like, you're going to get an award or something. But nobody cares. Yeah. But then he's like, oh, well, I I got to get him out of there. And then Rob comes out and he's like, oh, Rob, Robert Prescopio, like, what are you doing in there? He's like, nothing. Like, I'm not doing anything. And he was like, well, why were you in the bat? Like, I was like, my friend is throwing up. Like, I'm trying to take care of him. And he was just like, I need you. I need this kid. Wade was with us. He's like, yeah. I need all of you to come here and give me your information now. And I was like, No. What, was, could, what could they have done to you? What would have been the? I, I think he was gonna report us. Yeah, but like, yeah, but like, what if do you, you don't do? go to the college at that point, they're not gonna call the cops. You know what I mean? You're but already I, inside. Yeah, bro. I'm already I here. think his motive was to either call campus police mm-hmm. or like call the actual cops. Because then he's like, Oh, well, they must have been drinking. Like. It's, but narc. unless you're holding alcohol, it's like just in you. That, that, that what are the cops going to do? Because he is a narc. And then they're going to go. Okay, where do you want us to take him? He's already home. Yeah. And also, you guys aren't setting shit on fire or anything. No. You know what I mean? But it was just like the one dude that had to suck, bro. Yeah. So Rob got in trouble because he knew him, and he was like, "Well, you were drinking." So Rob got in trouble, and I think that like messed it up for the whole floor. Yeah. Like they all everyone was like had to check in and stuff. Like yeah. bunch of people like started getting reported and stuff. Uh-huh. All because of this one dude. Yeah. And he was like, I need all your information. So like I don't go to school here. Wade doesn't go to school here. He doesn't know Chris. And then there's like another kid that we were with, but he doesn't also he doesn't know him either. Yeah. So we're like we're out in the hallway, like Rob's so bummed. He's like, dude, like I'm like I'm literally gonna like get fucked. Yeah, and then he's like, "All right, Rob Prescopio, I already know your information. I know your whatever it is, your door thing or whatever. I'm reporting you to the people." Rob ended up, I think, having to do like community service or something. <laughs> what the hell? Like, Stupid. dude, I think he caused a curfew for like the entire floor. In- insane. And then he asked me for like my information, and I'm like, "Oh, dude, sorry, like I don't have my wallet. Like I just didn't bring it with me." Yeah, and he was just like. All right, like, give me your name. And I'm like, 
I think I gave him a name of like some kid I went to school with. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like Kevin Ripley. And he <laughs> well, was you like, You could have come up with any generic name and you chose like another kid. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, if I give him a generic name, this dude's going to be like, that's not a real name. So I was like, this is a real name that like flows. Yeah. yeah. Like smooth out the tongue. And he's like, all right. Yeah. And I'm like, he's like, all right, Kevin, like stay you here. And I'm like, enough. yeah. Cause yeah. I was just like off rip. Off rip. It was yeah. maybe within like 0.3 seconds. I'm like, oh, okay, Kevin Ripley. Yeah. And he's like, okay, Kevin, like stand right here. And I'm like, all right. And then like we're there, the like door to the stairwell is like maybe 15 feet away. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I literally like oh I'm like oh fuck dude I have a call like my mom's calling me or whatever so I like get on the phone and I start walking so he's like where are you going I'm like I gotta take this call like it's super loud up here so I'm like I walk over to the stairwell and I just book <laughs> down the stairs and there's like these big windows Wade said that he looked out the window and saw me running across <laughs> the field dude so everyone everyone gave fake names and we just dipped out yeah great but Good. then it didn't end there. We ran across the field all the way to, like, baseline where, like, the highway is. Are you at Willville at this point? Is that is that where the dorms were? I think. Is Willville on the campus? Over by Cosmos? Yeah. It's, like, yeah. baseline and 30th? I think so, yeah. yeah. So we, like, run over to, like, we run over from the campus, like, to Willville. Mm-hmm. But then we're, like, whatever, let's get on the bus. So we get on the bus and... It's packed. And Chris, like, still, like, has to go going through it. Yeah. yeah. So we sit behind this girl, and she has, like, a leather jacket on. And, like, I think, like, I'm sitting next to, like, her friend or whatever. Like, we're just, like, on the other side. And Chris is like, oh, dude, I think I'm going to be sick. Because the bus is, like, rocking. Yeah. And he's like... Throws up through his hands and sprays all over this girl's jacket. And she's like, Oh my God, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Blah, 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 blah. And her friend's like, You're such a dick, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Yo, 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 chill, chill, chill. Like, it's all good. She was like, No, he threw up on me. And I was like, You've never lived until you got thrown up on. <laughs> and she was like, that's so true. And I was like, sometimes the party's just rocking and somebody <laughs> just can't keep it together and they throw up on you. Like, you're going to be mad enough for having a good time? She was like, oh, my God, you're so right. You're so right. And she's like, you can't be mad at him. Like, he's just he was just having such a good night. And I was like, yeah, it just came down to, like, this terrible moment. I'm so sorry. <laughs> And she is like, okay, like, it's it's fine. You're all right. Like, I hope you feel better. Like, what do I do? And Wade is like, oh, just put your jacket in the washing machine and put it in the dryer. And yeah. I'm like. Leather jacket. You did all that work and he shut you down. Yeah. yeah. But then she's like, okay. And then she did it. And then we just, like, had to take care of Chris. But I was just like, damn, like, that was such a, like, crazy time in life to be like, I had to, like keep this kid from like it was like her and a bunch of dudes like these dudes were about to like roll oh, okay crazy. okay yeah and i was like nah, i don't want to calm this whole yeah. i want to calm i want to i want to shut it down yeah, yeah, yeah nobody needs to be upset it's all good i don't want to see my friend get beat up it's a kid that's drunk extremely mm-hmm. drunk mm-hmm. and me and wait i can't take a whole bus dude <laughs> <laughs> it would have been like john wick on there take like a whole bus no way i was one time trying to get you know like, i don't know if this is the same situation but like you'd have to to get back into the dorm after a certain time you'd have to like give them your card and shit yeah. and that, that was the issue when you i think the same from this story is like 
you you couldn't present as too drunk or they'd I don't know what the consequences were. I don't yeah. know if there were actual consequences, but this one time we were outside and we were with a friend and we were like, we were pretty okay. Uh-huh. She was not okay. Yeah. And we're like, we and we have to try to get a girl through the thing. And it was like, all right, this is gonna be this is gonna be a challenge. Let's get outside over here. Let's get outside like in the smoking area. Mm-hmm. This kid, this kid over here is this kid with the the the, the biggest jeans you've ever seen, and then like a, a quad XL nine inch nail shirt. But this he's not that big. He just goes, <laughs> I can help you. And we're like, you can help us. You didn't yeah. ask for it. He just overheard us. He's like, he's like, I haven't been drinking. I can get you, and I know the person up there. And plus, I got like an idea. I, I think this thing I do sometimes <laughs> that, that we can get right through. And I was like, all right. It's like, fine. He's like, I live on like the floor above you. It's no big deal. I know you. And I was like, all right. I don't know why we're trusting this kid. And but we go up to the front. We kind of got her situated in line behind us, you know, yeah. so that no one sees. She's the she's the real problem. We're mm-hmm. a little bit of the problem. And he goes, hey, my friends, I've got all the cards here. I'm just letting them in there. They, you know, he lives here, blah, blah, blah. He's really sweet-talking this, this like, lady. Yeah. And he, I'm waiting to see what this thing is that he has. He just, he just goes, he goes to get, he goes, let me get my card, though, first. Reaches into these huge jeans. He has, like, the amount of change he has in his pocket oh, is unreal. Like so if you, sick. If you filled, like, an entire, like, milk glass full of pennies and then just dumped them on the... That's how much he had in this pocket of his pants. So he goes to pull out the card, purposefully grabs, like, a fistful of pennies and just drops them all over the floor. And then he just turns back and goes, go. And then, and then we just walked in. I think it was so shocking, the amount of... Pennies, this guy has his, his pocket. Legend. I'm like, I don't know this guy. I don't he know knows, him. He knows how to create yeah. a distraction. He was just oh. outside and went, I gotcha. And he's he sick. So he didn't like he didn't like go out the night before and like had these oh. ready to go. This is something he just like a service <laughs> he provided <laughs> on campus. Damn. He was just by himself? He didn't have he any buddies or anything? Yeah, he was riding solo. I think his oh. name was Ethan, I'm pretty certain. Yeah, yeah. Shut it up. probably was. It probably it was. Probably yeah. Shout yeah. out yeah. Ethan with the Jinko jeans. Yeah. Dude. It was a truly tremendous. Yeah, move to get into the God, dorm. Uh, just that he had it locked and loaded too, really. Still, yeah, and, yeah. and guys, I just don't think I'm. <laughs> I'm not doing it justice. The amount of change he threw on the ground. I mean, you have to imagine. Like it was like, pulling his pants down. Yeah, it had to it's be like five dollars in pennies, and it was so many. That's it, a skit. Yeah, my man, You know what he was probably doing? Is he was like, you know what? I'm gonna be the person to hold it down for everybody. So when people were like too smacked. I'm going to just be dropping pennies, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. all the time. And you know what the thing is? What you're getting at is, like, this dude is well-loved across all groups of people, jocks, punks, fucking the emo kids. Like, we like this guy. Everybody has decided. It's like, and that's how that's his in. You know what I mean? He held it down. He held it down. He knows, how to, read, him. He knows how to read the room. That's it. It's like, it's, no, just, right. it's so important. Like... I'll literally, like, go places, and I'll be just, like, welcoming the people. I'll be like, yo, like, we'll talk and chat. I might not remember them, but, like, they'll remember me. Yeah. And I'll still be like, yo, what's up? Like, how you doing? Like, how's things going? Yeah. Like, just those things are, like, so important. That's, like, even, like, how I got in here. Like, I mean, yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, I've known you since I moved here, like, six years ago or a little after, but, like, everyone knows you, and you're good everywhere. You got to be. I mean, I got enemies now, but... Oh, well, that's not my problem. Nope. I'm out here living, bro. Well, I feel like we should probably at this at this point, segue in minutes we are in. No, hold on. Yeah. So the dorm thing, (laughs) there can't be a part. Me and me and Wade became best friends with the front desk dude. 
Like, dude loved us. Every time we pulled up, he's like, yo, Kenyatta, wait, what's up? Where you guys going? We're going up to Chris. Bet, hold on. Let me get the door for you. Let us in. Let us watch skate videos and, like, the theater section. Like, but we were, like, homies with him. We were like, bro, whatever you need, you're like, let us know. And he's like, bet, all right. It's a give and take. Solid, dude. Yeah. Solid, dude. Awesome. Hold it down, bro. You made a, a memorable experience. The first time. Life is full of memories, dog. Yeah. You gave him a good one. <laughs> what I was going to do is I think that at this point, I'm, and I'm leaving all of this, but yeah. we'll, we'll go ahead and introduce Kenyatta, <laughs> who, I mean, like, I think you know anyone, anyone that's listening, if you've gotten this far, you probably have seen Kenyatta either on the website or on YouTube. He's been sort of a fixture and a part of Canoe Club, even though he's not employed. He's well-loved by our community. Yeah. I, I might be. It's like every brand has a face. I might be the canoe club face. I think I think there are definitely I'm people who close their it. eyes and they're like, Kenyatta. Kenyatta. <laughs> when I say canoe the, club. The, the big C, yeah. uh-huh. double uh-huh. C, and it's just me underneath. That's yeah. my halo. Uh-huh. It's a double C. <laughs> uh, and I think that the reason we wanted you to be an early guest is because we've. I feel like we've done a lot of like bullshitting. Yeah. Like, you know, either between, you know, when you guys are shooting or you just kicking it or whatever. Because you and come we, through quite a bit even when we're not using you for a mod. You just come through yeah. and hang out. You gotta show love, dude. Yeah. yeah, we kick it. One thing I wanted to ask you, because we've talked about it before, is like, well, I guess I wanted to ask you, like, how did you, like, wh- where do you think that you got into fashion at? Because I know we've talked about, like, blog culture and stuff, and I mm-hmm. feel like that we relate on that level because I think we're about the same age or yeah. close. And, like, that's that's how, like, that was really, like, the, the a transformation for me before, like, right before I got into it as, like, a career was, like, that whole blog culture and early, me- like, hashtags menswear kind of shit. Yeah. And I was wondering, like, where, where does that, do you feel like that was, like, a genesis for you, or do you feel like you got into it, like, much younger and just went through that way? I, I think it's been, like, I know it's, like, such a cliche thing to say, but people are like, I got into this thing when I was, like, a child. Like, I think for me, it was, like, really that thing, like my mom like being me being born in new york and like moving to colorado and then like my mom like being born and raised in new york and like our whole family there like the culture there especially like during that time like in the 80s like 70s and stuff is like was still like way ahead of like a lot of other places so obviously like am i gonna remember a lot of stuff from that time of course not like but just like talking to my mom and she'd be like oh like you know, we would, like, we would get y'all fresh. Like, we were, like, a lot of us were having kids that, like, my mom had me, I think, when she was, like, 19, 20. But she was, like, a lot, we were we were young, too. So we were just, like, mm-hmm. we don't know how to take care of kids. So we were, like, what do we do? Well, like, this is our this is our kid. Like, let's get them fresh. Let's you can at least outfit them, yeah. Dumb, like, uh, she was, like, you have, like, gold chains, and I got you, like, a two-finger, <laughs> like, ring. And, like, <laughs> seeing pictures of me when I was, like, younger and, like, Jordan, like, Carmine Sixes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Just, like, chilling with this dog. Like, striped shirt. Like, I love striped shirts. Like, Interesting. Just stripes as, like, a pattern. Yeah. Like, anything. Like, I'm so I still into feel it. very connected to stripes, too. And I feel like whenever I see a picture of myself as a kid, too, yeah. it's always stripes. It like, was, I must have... Something got ingrained. I think it was, like, stripes and, like, corduroys. Yeah. Just, like... Or, like, overall... It was just, like... I think at that young of an age, when you, like your parents dress you either like hold on to it or like you don't care yeah and i feel like a lot of people kind of are like oh i didn't you know i didn't really care or whatever but i think it was always just like oh 
I care. And then as I got a little, like, older, I remember, like, the f- maybe, like, one of the earliest memories that I remember is, like, we had moved here. I was, like, a kid. And I think it was in, like, elementary school or whatever. And, like, I'm kind of, like, peeping, like, my mom's fits or whatever. And I'm like, oh, you know, like, that's, like, cool. Obviously, I'm not big enough to, like, fit in because I'm tiny. Um, but I was like, oh, you know, I think I'm going to, like, try that on. And it was, like, this, like, teal and black. And I think it's like, a teal, black, and white, like, Adidas tracksuit. I feel like I'm picturing what has to be the one. I feel like there was a popular one. Yeah. The color palette you're talking about. Like, in the, like I know the one. in the 90s, it yeah. was, like, that, I think that was, just like, a go-to one, especially, like, during that time. And I remember, like, she had bought me, like, some, like, some, the King Griffey Jr., like, Nikes that were, like, kind of the same color with the strap across I the top. I absolutely now know yes. what we're so talking about. So I was about, like, yeah. oh, I got these shoes, and I can wear them with that track. So obviously, it's two different, but, like, I don't care. Like, where would obviously it's yeah. to this day like wear whatever you want but i was just like damn this looks sick yeah, yeah, yeah and i think it was like oh like oh this is cool and i remember like i wore it to school like one day and i felt like so good like being in it and i think obviously it's like things kind of like come and go but i think that is something that like has stuck with me for like a long time to be like oh why do i care about clothes so much obviously like my mom is like still like in the clothing like likes to dress well and stuff like that and i think it just like carried on and obviously, it's like you go through these phases and stuff. Like we talk about, like the blog culture and Tumblr, and you know, skateboarding. Like, yeah, skateboarding, like for sure. Like skateboarders care about how they dress. It hundred percent. Like I think it's that's as important. Case. Like I don't yeah. think that was ever not. I didn't like evolve. I think it's it's evolved now to where fashion and skateboarding somehow feel synonymous in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was always that way, but it definitely was always a big part of the yeah. whole thing. Well, I think it had a lot to do with, like, the, the the skateboarders that... I don't know. I think, to me, obviously, there's always going to be, like, a bunch of other people, but, like, Gino and, like, Chad Muska and, like, Dylan Reader and, like, all these dudes that were just, like, fashionable, like Jason Dill at like some point in time but then it was like they were like in the skateboard realm and then it was like dylan reader and like alex olsen and like these dudes that were like like mod- handsome yeah, yeah like handsome but they were like modeling for these like fashion brands and obviously i think there's always been some sort of like connection between skateboarding and like fashion culture and i don't and sometimes people just like don't think about it but like once you like get into skateboarding and like that's it's becomes like a way of life because a lot of the things I think about are like in terms of skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Like I remember a couple of years ago it was like Stella McCartney like started making some like kind of skate shoes that look like like Circa's or like S's or like Americas that like came out like a long time ago, but in an approach of like fashion. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, those are kind of sick. Like that tan suede, like gum white sole yeah, colorway, like such a classic like color combination in skateboarding. And I was like, obviously it was there, but I was like, oh, I wonder if this is going to be something that like actually kind of takes off. And obviously yeah. it, it did like, there's a lot more like influence so you see like Virgil like being in a skateboarding and I feel like people would like give him a hard time to be like you don't skate because also skateboarding can be like very jockey very gatekeepy yeah 
But I've never just, understood because, like, I don't feel like... I mean, I guess all, all like, scenes are a little bit gatekeepy at the end mm-hmm. of the day. But, but skateboarding weirdly did have a hook culturally on people that, like... It didn't matter if you were good or bad in it. It's like, yeah. if you were in it, you were kind of in it. You know, yeah. No, because you're sense? right. Like, like, you could show up <coughs> to a park, and there would be, like... Undoubtedly, there would be, like, the click that was sure. the, the shredders. You know yeah. what I mean? And there was a lot of time there was somebody in that crew who like could not skate, yeah. but they were in because they they skated. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like maybe they weren't as good, but like they they commit to the bit. They yeah. were there every fucking day yeah. with the jug of water, Arizona tea. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I mean, think it was people just wanted you to really actually care about it. Yeah. yeah. That that was the gatekeepy aspect of I it. I think I mean I think that that's I mean in in, in that way it, it, it almost makes sense that fashion would be so tied to it because it's yeah. such a similar... I mean, because I've, I've had this discussion so many times, like, why, why do so many guys from the hardcore community, like, why do they get into fashion mm-hmm. at some point? Or, you know, same thing with skateboarding. And it's like, because it's all like... Those are like the... Those are the communities that are all kind of the same. Like, <laughs> they all have like kind of a co- weird code of ethics that everyone sort yeah. of operates under and you kind of like a it's an if you know you know thing yeah. like an in and, crowd feeling yeah and it's like there's all there's a common interest that everyone is sort of doing in a way that like you go to a place and before you even you can analyze the room and go okay I know my people are in that corner like those yeah. are, those are my that's my crew because yeah. I, I yeah. can tell like, the way they dress the way they act or whatever it is yeah. or like the type of boards they skate or yeah. mm-hmm. the type of music they listen to or the way they cut their hair or whatever the fuck it was you could really like kind of identify it just like aesthetically which is interesting because I think yeah. the only other thing yeah. I can think of is like it's like fashion music and skateboarding mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. the real ones where you can like kind of like showcase out loud aesthetically like what, yeah. your, what your mm-hmm. interests are and it's like those things are so like you said like so tied to together it was like oh you know you like i watch skate videos all the time like i think like one of the first ones i had seen was probably like yeah right and just oh, like yeah. the music that they had totally. and like P- like p-rod was like p-rod and like brian anderson were like so cool to me just yeah. like the way they dressed and like their approach and like the way like they were just like in skateboarding and I was like those dudes are sick but then they were like in the like other things and like doing all this stuff and I think like P-Rod getting on SB and then it's like oh Gino and you know those things like Daniel Shimizu like all these dudes like Reese Forbes like Richard Mudler like or Mulder and then like these dudes were like so cool yeah, like what the way they dressed, like chocolate to me, was like it was like this high end. Like I can picture the style of chocolate that you're describing too. Like I can yeah, picture yeah, yeah. what a dude that skated for chocolate or was in that realm. Yeah, like I can picture that archetype of how they dressed. Yeah, I mean? and like that, like I loved it because it was like the design that that approach of design that Evan Hecox had, which I think he's from here. Yeah, he's in Denver. Yeah. He shops with us. His approach to design was so cool because it was like minimal and simplistic, but the style of direction was just like I think they had like a chair, like a designer chair series, like a board series. And uh I was so amazed by it, just how simple it was, but yeah, how like graphically it could represent like so much more. Like it wasn't just a board to skate. Like, people would buy these boards and buy the collections of them mm-hmm. and, like, put them on their walls. Yeah. And I 
I think seeing that was like what got me into like being like wanting to be a graphic designer. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is cool. Obviously, I didn't know what I wanted to do for a while, but I'm like, oh, it'd be cool to design boards or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think like as time goes on and, you know, skateboarding and then you like get more into fashion and that culture and whatever that like idea is to you. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, you know, I'm in fashion, so I only wear designer stuff. It's just like, for me, it was a sense of like style. Yeah. Like, you know, I think about the the. Did you ever see the the tape uh, photosynthesis, the Alien Workshop one? Mm-hmm. I, I me and my friends really loved that one, and yeah. it was a lot of because like we loved Josh Callis because he wore like big fatigues that he tied off at the bottom, yeah. and he always had like a big tee, and then like and I think in like a big sweatshirt that he folded under, uh-huh. which I still think people are doing so much of that shit that I mean it, it probably existed elsewhere. That's just the first place I ever saw it. Yeah. Um, and I certainly don't think he was ripping it because he was from Philadelphia or whatever. Yeah, he was the, the, yeah. the Philly kid, the but Stevie they, Williams. But they, what it was is like how they were wearing the stuff was uh-huh. what it wasn't what they were wearing. It was all everyone wore the same shit. But I, but it was like he had those big ass fatigues, that gray sweatshirt tucked yeah. up with the t-shirt hanging out. And I still think that I see that like I saw that all through like Yeezy shit. I certainly uh-huh. see that now in like a lot of the Japanese like silhouettes and everything. Uh-huh. And I think it may have started there. I think it was more of a function of, like, that's how he was wearing it because it was what was comfortable to skate in. Yeah. But, like, th- those are trends that I still see in stuff now. So yeah. So I feel like it definitely has, like, it had an influence so much wider than it knew at the time. Yeah. Well, it was, like, years ago when I used to, like, when me and, like, Wade, we were younger, and we would go to, like, the skate shop and stuff and go, like, peruse. I just would like to go to places and just, like, peruse through the clothes and stuff just to see, like, what I can find and we were talking about like either someone or something and i was just like you know when we think about how the approach to clothes and like clothing and fashion in general it's like me and this other person could literally like go and buy the same wardrobe but it's like it's gonna look different on me because of my sense of style compared to like how they like make it look and i was probably talking shit at the time too because i'm just i'm low-key toxic but i was just like it's just everyone's gonna make things like different well it's kind of interesting that you bring that up because the one thing that we've talked about before that i was hoping we could talk about on this was through all that like through skate culture through like the blogger thing Mm -hmm. there was so much tied to like sameness that Mm -hmm. like like when I was saying, like you walk in the room and you could know who you clicked with because of like yeah. how they wore their pants or how they cuffed their mm-hmm, jeans mm-hmm. or how they wore their hair or whatever it was. And it was like, oh, those are my people because that's what I do too. Yeah. And it's funny that like I think through how social media has risen, mm-hmm. it's so much about like uniqueness and which is great. I mean, self-expression, but I think it's gotten to a point where I am a little bummed out sometimes that like it, it feels like people are so anti kind of having the same thing or having the same kind of style I, I, which I always liked. I liked that, like it was. You felt more part of a community because, like, mm-hmm. oh, we all wore the we all wear the we all wear the baggy pants and the yeah. and the white tees and sh- or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. yeah. But you'd have like this sort of community. I mean, the same thing happened through the blogger culture of like when all that the raw denim thing was so popular. Everyone kind of had basically the same thing. Yeah. And like, yeah. And then all of it was like subtle details, like, oh, this guy tucked his shirt or didn't tuck his shirt. Yeah. 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 Jeans tighter. He rolled them in a big cuff, or Mm -hmm. he's got the he's got the little like flick on the cuff of his jacket, or whatever the hell it was, or he wore glasses, or his hair, you know, they part the hair in a certain way, or they Mm -hmm. or, or they wore a beanie with the. I mean, it was like these little subtle things, but basically the whole 
game was kind of the same. Yeah. And I and I sort of I sort of missed that because it allowed fashion to have these like pockets. Yeah. And and then allow f- for more of the subtle stuff you're talking about, like the really how somebody wore stuff or who they were as a person made it more interesting, mm-hmm. not just that like oh they got a lot of wild shit on. Yeah. Cuz I mean I mean, I mean, keep it a buck. This could be me talking about shit, but, like, I don't care if you're, like, in an expensive outfit or you got all this stuff on, because it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, like, money isn't going to buy style. No. You know what I like, mean? Like, and that's why I feel like so many people are just, like, and it's, like, nothing against anyone, but they'll just, like, kind of, like, buy into, like, one thing. But it's, like, that thing works together for a reason yeah. because it's that one person's vision and their vision is to, like, create a uniform in some sort of sense. Totally. And it's cool. Like, it works. But I think for me, I'm, like, okay, well, it's, like, you know, right now I'm, like, wearing these fucking visual pants. How do these visual pants work with everything else that I have so I don't have to look like, I don't like to repeat outfits. And then that is also toxic. Like, literally... My girlfriend's like, I've never seen you wear the same outfit. And I almost argued with her. And then I was just like, no, I haven't. Because I have so (laughs) much of stuff. But it's also like when I buy things, it's like maybe I'll get rid of something like in turn. But it's not like, oh, I'm into this thing right now. And then I'm going to sell everything and go buy other stuff. Because I'm like, there are things that I want to have for all. There's stuff in my closet that I've had for like 10 years. Like Mm -hmm. Just because I'm like. I've wanted to have that thing for as long as possible. And like, how does that work in the sense of like what I already have? And there's nothing wrong with like committing yourself to something. Cause sometimes like the ideology or like aesthetic of a brand is like very pleasing and it's like cool to like run with that thing. But I think for me, I'm like, what's the, Oh, I like this one piece or I like this collection or something. Like, how is that going to work with like what I have so I can create more like variety and stuff like that. You know, we've talked a lot about like building uniform. I think like in menswear specifically, people love the idea of building uniforms. They like yeah. the idea of getting rid of everything. And now I'm a, this guy. Yeah. So your version seems different than that. Do you have like, do you feel like you have like a way you make those decisions or like something you're building towards ultimately? Or do you think you're just sort of like archiving versions of yourself that you can kind of go back to and use. I ain't never been to this guy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like with you, it's, it's kind of just whatever you're feeling at the moment. Yeah, like I'll it, just like see stuff and be like, damn, I like that. Like I, I put like that together. Yeah, I like I like visual stuff because it obviously like works. There's a lot of things that are a resemblance of like what I like already. Mm-hmm. Like. I low-key want a jumbo hoodie, so, you know, if we can uh, make that happen, that'd be great. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just, like, like I'll find stuff at the Gap, and I'll be like, this is sick. Does it matter that it's the Gap or, like, it's not some designer thing? Because I feel like how things have kind of become with the Internet, I think there's, like, a sense of, like, being an elitist. Yeah. To be like, oh, I have this. I'm like yep. above everybody else. But me, I'm just like, if you got cool style or whatever, you put it together. Yeah, like. So you're more, you're more like going off of like just pure eclecticism. Like you're just seeing yeah. anything that you're like naturally drawn to. That's kind of how you'll put it together, and you'll go, I'll figure it out from there. So you sort yeah. of work backwards. I'll usually figure it out at that point in time because I'm just like I'm. I feel like I'm also very connected to like what I have in my closet. Yeah. Like, 
Will I forget things? Yes, because I forget things all the time. I have so many things in my closet. But in some sense, I'll be like, oh, well, these pants work with these shoes. And, oh, I can try them with this thing. Or, like, this hoodie works with whatever. And I think it kind of ties to, like, a problem solver thing. Yeah. Like, how can I solve the problem of, like, this piece and, like, with everything else and I think that makes fashion fun and sometimes I'm I won't really like look for stuff online or like look at like some people be like oh you know just like case in point like ALD it's like I can look at that and like that is a good uniform Mm -hmm. but I'm more so like I'll be looking at a specific piece and I'm like oh how does it look on people yeah like is it something that works for me or is it something that doesn't work for me because obviously I got a different body type like I'm a little thick I'm not gonna lie but I'm like I can't wear skinny I can't wear skinny stuff because it doesn't work for me so I'm like oh baggier stuff just looks better but I can also appreciate if I like see someone and be like oh you're, you have a, like weight the weight is tiny like mm-hmm. weight is like I think he's like a size 28 waist yeah yeah. like very skinny stuff and that stuff works on him and it looks so he good he looks so good in like a yeah. slim jean still like yeah it's cause probably because he feels comfortable in yeah. that whereas yeah. you feel comfortable in like something loose yeah you I mean like work off that, that you know what I mean I can get a fit off and stuff like I obviously feel like I can wear whatever but I just there's just things that I like it's, yeah. to me it's about like comfort like I'm comfortable right now um, there isn't anything I have on that like. I've never un- seen you not un- not not. You're comfortable. You're it's, a comfortable guy. It's tied to the aesthetic. Like I'm like I want to be comfortable. I could have taken the vest off when I got here and I keep it on. People make it seem like, or people think I'm like, oh, he keeps his jacket on. He's about to leave. I'm about to I'm about to dip out or something. But I'm gonna just chill. Like I like to feel like what I'm wearing is like a hug. Like I'm just like a soft hug. You're kind uh-huh. of like in it. Yeah. yeah, like I'm in it. I'm in it to win it, that. bro. I think it's. I think I. I really hate that. Like when you're like, oh, don't you want to? Don't you want to take your jacket off? I'm like, no, I take. I can take a jacket off if I want to take a jacket off. I'm, this <laughs> I didn't put this it. fit on to take this jacket yeah. off just because we're inside a place. I want also, you to like, see the one drip. One piece of fabric is not making me this much warmer. Yeah. Or, no. or colder. That like it's. I'm fine. I think it makes people uncomfortable. It's because they don't like the jacket. I. I think it's I wore it for like them. like you know when you go somewhere it's like that thing it's like oh they didn't take their jacket off like they don't want to be here but I just I like Probably to stay in my clothes <laughs> <laughs> I'm that de- like I would literally pull up to Chase's house yeah whole fit on big jacket I sit on the couch and I would not take my jacket off no. and I'd be there for hours but all well, the right people should just be admiring the jacket exactly which jacket. we do yeah. Sometimes you gotta just let it be known, yeah. call it out. Not everybody's gonna know what you got on, but yeah. you know, appreciate it. Yeah. Like I, there's, I have no logos on. That's true. But that's when true. do I? When do I ever? But the thing is, I'm. St- what, that's what's interesting about the fashion thing of it is, if if I walked into a place, I'd be like, oh, this guy gets it. You know yeah, I mean? like you I, just I, know. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it's they're more not, about how you're wearing it, it's yeah. how you're putting it together, it's how you're the whole carrying vibe. yourself, yeah. and what you're wearing. Yeah, you, like some people might not even be like that tapped in, but you're like, oh, that looks. It looks cool. Yeah. And it's cool to just, like, compliment people. Like, you go back to that thing of, like, the, like, you know, the idea of being in the same lane. Like, we're all wearing selvage jeans and stuff, and it created an appreciation beyond just, oh, you're into this brand. It's like, oh, like, the way that you do your whole thing, like, whatever your aura is or whatever with the clothes that you put on is 
feel like it speaks to me. I just, I mean, I think that I'm sure this happens with like guys that are super into sneaker culture mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever it is. I, I think that it's cool to, it's a way to like sort of identify to each other. You'd be like, oh shit, I know what the, like, it, it's, yeah. like it's an immediate thing you have to talk about. It's a shared interest that, that mm-hmm. you can show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was talking, I don't know if it was in the podcast or wh- when we were talking about it. It's like, you can talk to somebody and like I don't know what kind of music they like. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You never know. You start getting mm-hmm. to talk to some dude who you'd never expect to like have all these like weird, you know, avant-garde interests because you, you don't present. There's nothing to present there mm-hmm. unless you're in a banty. So like, and, and so it takes it takes a lot more to get there. Whereas with clothing, you can just look at someone and be like, oh damn, like I, it's yeah. one of my guys. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah for really, sure. It's, I, I love that about it. It, it. It's nice that it exists that way. In a, in a, and I think that it provides that instant community, just like skateboarding did for people. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and I think it's always also provided a, a place for like, I don't want to say misfits, but more like more like people who want to self express. Um, yeah. And and it, you know it's it's not a, it, whereas like I'm I'm. I guess it's kind of, uh, I'm contradicting myself because I'm saying, like, I liked that there was a little bit of sameness for a while. Yeah. I think just because of the community it provided yeah. immediately. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I, I love that it also gives you a chance for self-expression in a more natural and, like, aesthetic way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's in a way, like, a form of art. Like, yeah. when you paint and you do all that stuff, you're, like, creating some sort of expression. But with clothing, you can do the same thing. I mean, we talked about it with Bob on the last podcast where it's, it's similar to art where it's like you, you get to participate yeah. you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. as as the wearer yeah. you don't just like buy it and have it it's like no yeah. I'm gonna buy this hoodie I'm gonna purposefully wear a longer t-shirt underneath you know whatever it is but mm-hmm. you get to participate and have a say after the fact after the creation yeah Get, get your fit off. Yeah. Let, let it be known. Let people see yeah, it. Yeah, as someone who... It's it's interesting whenever we talk to someone who's not, like, directly involved in fashion, or at least not as, like, a job. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? How, what do you think, like, as a, as, as a slightly... I mean, you're around here a lot, but as a slightly more, like, outsider, like, perspective, like, what do you think is going, like, right in fashion right now? Like, what do you think is being done well? First of all, I almost ended up working here. <laughs> Go back during COVID. I submitted an application. Mm-hmm. Things got shut down. Then oh Timothy God, reached man. back out, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Sorry, yeah. I got I got a big boy job, so I can't. But you know, I'll be around. Yeah, I'm still here. I might as well submit a W two. Might as well submit a <laughs> you W two. Need to resubmit. You know who to come to. Yep. But um, sorry, I forgot what you were saying. What in regards to like, what do you think is? Going right in fashion. What do you like? What, what trends are you into? Like, what what are you hyped on? Is anything going right? I I I think things are I mean, going I, right, I'm, but I'm, I'm curious happy what to you hear of what what's going wrong too. Do you tell me what's going right? People wearing bigger fits. Tell me what's going wrong. Tell me what you hate about what I fashion. Hate in fashion right now, like 2023 today. What do you hate? I think that the. Like we were kind of talking about earlier, the the gatekeeping that's happened at a younger age of fashion is going to hurt self-expression long term. So as much as I love everything, and we were talking about it in the in a, in a podcast we did earlier uh, about how much I care about like social media and everything, and mm-hmm. I think like the doors it's opened and the ways it's made people uh, available, like and, and style available and fashion available is it, one of the most important things that's happened to fashion mm-hmm. maybe ever. Yeah. Um, at the same time, I think what's happened is you've gotten fashion in, inherently can be kind of snooty, and mm. and I and I don't like that about it because yeah. I just don't think it does anything for the culture of fashion or the culture of like makers and yeah. producers and art. 
it, and I think that's that's the one thing that's kind of gone wrong with that is like you get these younger kids in it who start having opinions right away and that's all great but mm. the opinions you have when you're like I, I think about this a lot I don't like I, I used to be so judgmental about music if someone's like I like this that or the other I'd be like oh my god fuck you I never I, like mm-hmm. I they, that immediately would shut down that person yeah. off because they liked some popular artist or something uh-huh. and now as I get older, I like like everything. Yeah. Like, all music has a place. There's very I, I have troubles finding things I don't like at this yeah. point. Because I just your I think your mind opens to it a little bit more, and it's yeah. also like you kind of you you can't hold. I can't have that much venom for everything all the time. So nah. like that's that's also hard. But I think that what's what's happening now with the younger kids, they're getting into clothes. They're learning a ton about it, way more than I could have at that age. And mm-hmm. I think that's an awesome, and that and that education and that amount of information is huge, but it's also kind of being weaponized at the same time, and it's like, oh, this bit's trash, and this is does this, and this does that. And it's like, you can't fucking, like, everyone's getting to their per- personal style in their yeah. own way. And if there's going to be a bunch of bullying and shit inside of fashion, it's like, oh, my God, like, we can't, you got to have a place for it was people a, to people to self-express without a, fucking getting their you know all these fucking opinions all the time. well i feel like for so long it was like almost like a level of escape mm-hmm. to be like oh i might travel to new york or paris or la or canada or utah or mexico or something like that and like just go look at stuff yeah and then you would come back and you would just like do your thing and like you felt good. Mm-hmm. But then there was the shitty part of it where you would get made fun of. Like the amount of time someone was like, damn, are you gay or something? Like yeah. just like st- stupid. And it's like, why do you care so much? Yeah. Like, and I think that's that's the way I feel. It's like the whole point is self-expression. Like that, that the yeah. whole point of it existing at all and it being like an art form that yeah. like people respect is that you are able to take chances and risks and yeah is it fun to like tease your friends or whatever like i yeah. I'm, and i'm not trying to like it's not like that i mean you should be able to clown your boys and shit bro like that. if just, if we don't low-key talk shit to each other and are we really are we good really friends but i also <laughs> think what's happening is, is it's just the level of critique that's happening over brands that haven't even been around for a couple of years where it's <laughs> like i mean it's like the idea that even like uh ald like you're saying like the harsh critiques that are coming on that suddenly, and, and it's in, and a lot of that. A lot of that's just it gets big, and then mm-hmm. it's it's gonna get critiqued more. Yeah, it's just everyone the, has know, their the, eyes on it. Exactly, and he's not, and you know, he's not an icon status like Ralph Lauren. You can make fun of him if you want to. It's, no. It exists in a big way, whether you like it or not. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. But what happens is a brand that's still that brand has not been around that long in the grand no. scope of things. It's not. It, it hasn't had time to fully develop and understand what uh-huh. it is, and and you know, be, kind of become an icon over yeah. time. And I think that like what happens even and then that's the brand that's been around longer and bigger than most. You yeah. think about smaller brands and that brands that are maybe some stuff that we carry and all and all that. It's like the, the harsh critiques that'll happen because these kids think they know more than ever. Uh-huh. It's like you got to give the artist like a chance to yeah. expand. It's not over because like for two years it was popular. Yeah, like it's it was popular for two years. Now let's see what they do. Let's see how they develop from here. Uh-huh. And I just think that like. We're not giving people or brands enough time to mature no. as like, as like, you know, the, we talked about it last time too, the, it's interesting with fashion that you get to put your own stamp on mm-hmm. art that was made. So art was made, then you get to put your own stamp on it. Like however you put it together, yeah. however you wear it, however you break it in or whatever it is, you get to put your own stamp on it. We're not letting people like figure out how they want to put their stamp on it. No. We're not letting brands have enough time to like fully develop. I mean, yeah. I, I can only imagine if I started a brand in my twenties. Uh-huh. What it would look like in my thirties? That's a, I mean, that's an entirely different person. Oh yeah, especially because we were around in the time where 
the internet wasn't as lucrative as it is now. Yeah. So it's like, well, what what are you inspired by? It's like, okay, I'm going to be inspired by probably a lot of my surroundings, maybe what I see in magazines, what maybe there is on the internet, and what I maybe, like, talk to people about. But now yeah. it's like, it's everything. It's like, oh, you know, Carhartt, like, vintage Carhartt, Double knees or ALD or Rick Owens or, you know, engineering garments and like all this stuff, like all these brands are like, those are, they're so out. And it's like, who are they out to? Or is it out to the people that like, like it? Or is it out to the people that are just like, don't really know like what they align with? And now it's not as that's had its time and now you're like oh my time my time with them is up so what's what's next and i think that i think the fast pacedness of it can like be annoying in a way 100 percent. yeah i mean it's faster than it ever was yeah which there's pros and cons but one of the cons is like like you're saying it's just not it's not giving enough time to a trend or an idea to Mm-mm. fully develop and you Mm-mm. know what i mean and by the time it's popular everyone's like no we're done we're done we're done yeah we're done. and it creates a level of hate towards it it's like supreme everyone was loving supreme and supreme makes good stuff like they always have and people were like oh I'll, I'll never buy a supreme piece anymore i was like at least what they're doing is like fun and unique they did a mocha master you know what i mean bro they made an airstream it's tight that's crazy like and it's just like people these people are making clothes because they just want to make stuff they're having fun like that's Mm -hmm. the point of it but now it's like oh i had to make something to be successful you can't even really express yourself you have to like follow this guideline of like what's popular right now Mm -hmm. it's like i love carhartt like mm-hmm. double knees I love that they're baggy I love how they sit on pants How you can do a little cuff or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. And maybe the inside like Isn't as washed out and stuff Like that'll never go out of style no, It's like camo hats Like just all these things But it's like people are going to do it in their own vein But now it's like Now you have a million critiques And yeah. if I don't make what they like It's going to make culture really difficult To define in fashion over time Like the speed yeah. of it Because you know that's why when you look at like the 80s Or the 90s mm-hmm. uh, Even you know the early aughts it was, it was easy to sort of like I think well actually I'm going to take that back The early aughts is when it starts to get difficult to define Because it was, mm-hmm. it was much more Everyone was much more unique And it was so you know kind of predicated on Trying to be uh, yourself and have your own opinions and that that's all okay but I think the reason like through the 80s and 90s like and, and before there, the reason there would became icon pieces mm-hmm. like I mean I mean just take like a take a Timberland like the mm-hmm. reason that because that had time to permeate culture mm-hmm. be, be a fashion thing and exist for long enough without being told it's not cool anymore yeah. that it now is a thing where it's never it's never going to go out of style no. and I think that there's probably trends happening now that would could potentially have that same status but because mm-hmm. people's like knee jerk reaction is to be like well too many people have them now they're over no, and, that's like, yeah. and that's that's all fashion's always done that to a certain extent but it's doing it at such a rapid pace now yeah. that it's really hard to not only just keep up with it's hard for anything to develop beyond being like this little blip. Yeah. I also think everyone's trying to be the first person like onto something. So I think yeah. that's why things are like going so fast. It's like, oh, these people are on this. Well, now I got to be the next person onto the thing. Mm-hmm. So like everyone on TikTok is trying to like, or Instagram or whatever, is like trying to showcase you something new or like some form of like 
some form of approach. And it's like, okay, I was the one to do that. Yeah. But it's, you know, that also causes people to, like, get lost. There's people that maybe started doing things on a long time ago. Yeah. Like, I think, uh, sometimes I think about this kid on YouTube, and he was, like, showcasing people's outfits. I think his name was, like, Icy Cove or something like that. And it's he was, like, doing this thing, like, kind of, like, taking this risk of, like, asking people, like, interviewing them, kind of, like, creating a community. And then it, I feel like it kind of came this thing where he is just like, who is that guy? Like, I don't know who that is. So it, like, doesn't exist. And I feel like that happens a lot with fashion now where people just, like, get swept under the rug. Yeah. You know? Because um, you're expected to have some sort of pedigree. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I think there's obviously a space for everything and for people to, like, do whatever they want. But now I feel like the thing is it was, like, to me, it was a point in time where it was, everyone wanted to skateboard. Everyone wanted to learn how to skateboard. Everyone wanted to be a skateboarder. That's kind of died down a little bit. But then now it's like everyone wants to be in a fashion. Everyone needs to be fashionable. So the people that are considered the most fashionable are the ones that like put their stuff online. And it's like people that maybe actually have been caring about it for a long time and still care about it and like know how to get their you know, shit going or whatever are kind of just, like, not really seen as anything. Mm-hmm. When I think because of the culture it's created, it's also there's a lot of people who might be able to create content or outfits and put it, like, they, they might be able to do that, but mm-hmm. they're not putting themselves out there. So yeah. whoever's putting themselves out there is suddenly, like they're, that, they're the narrator of yeah. our generation. They're the one. Yeah, they seem of, like the majority, but that they're yeah. just the person or who's the, willing or to do it. Quite frankly, they're creating the majority. So yeah. it's almost yeah. like trends yeah. are being, you know, born and die, and yeah. it's not really, like, general consensus all the time. It's yeah. because one guy had an opinion, but that one guy put himself out there and said it loud enough, and then you're mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, you, yeah, he wins. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and, and that's, that's true. I don't know if I, I don't, I don't know what to feel about it. I think in, the, yeah. in some ways it's a bummer, in some ways it's like, man, that's good on them. If you're going to put yourself out there, yeah. you're going to have the same. Oh, yeah, should, you know? for but, sure. Like, put your stuff, I mean, I don't, I say that, and I don't put my stuff out there. So, no, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm talking shit to myself, bro. When was the last time you seen me put something on the internet of me? I wouldn't know. I'm Never. hardly there either. I haven't done it in but forever. Yeah, I'm, YouTube. Bro, I'm a Scorpio. I key my yeah, shit. You are I key. I just, I just walk around, and if you see me, you see me. If you don't, you don't. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I feel like it's this thing where sometimes it's like people don't even want to like be approached or talk to you. Where I'm like, if you come see me, say what's up. Yeah, I'm down to talk for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like or just whatever. We don't even have to talk about clothes or anything like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's just talk. Tell me how your day's going. Like, yeah. Tell me what you ate this morning. Mm-hmm. Like, what's yeah. your favorite juice? It's Orange. <laughs> Sus. What's your favorite juice? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well. It's going to be one of two things. I really like a cranberry juice, mm-hmm. but I also like when you, like, really splash out and get, a, like, a cherry juice. But cherry juice, is, that's expensive. Mm-hmm. That's expensive and hella tart. Yeah. Cranberry I, juice, I like though? Oh. I'm not going to lie, bro. Ocean Spray's a banger. Wait, I want to change my answer. Ocean Spray, red, ruby red grapefruit juice. That's know, my favorite juice. Allow it. No, he said, bro. He said orange right out the gate. He's stick to stick your guns. It. I don't know if it's got extra no, pulp. It might be uh, orange, but I don't know. Orange juice is a banger. I think it just depends. Trader Joe's with the the tangerine juice. I've never had it. Oh my! Oh. <laughs> 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 bro, I love reaction. that shit. It's so good. It takes orange juice. 
to the million degree, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's like the tartness of the tangerine, mm. but like it's a little thicker yeah, than yeah, orange juice. Yeah. It's not like watery. Is there pulp? No, nah, I don't do pulp. Pulp is us. <laughs> Things floating around in your mouth and whatever. Like, it's <laughs> and just whatever. But yeah, okay. It's good. Yeah. I think we got here by accident anyway, but let's go ahead and introduce kind of our final segment of the show. We're never anywhere by accident. I just want you to know that. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, <laughs> well, I'll take that. A little philosophy. Uh, but we are now to, uh, we're going to throw this to Abby for one second so we can get a, a hot take. So can you just so you know, we just do hot takes where it's one question and you just have to give your like hottest take on this specific topic that she's going to throw out randomly. It's something we do anyway, every day anyway. Yeah. So it's bro, wrap up the show. I'm coming back for part two. I'm not yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, you'll definitely be back. Um, so I have two, I don't know. I've been deciding to do two different questions for this, but one was brought up outside before we started recording that I think would be the best one to do. And that is favorite breakfast cereal. Yeah, that's probably a good one. What is your favorite breakfast cereal? Who's gonna Who's gonna go first? Honestly, before we do this, can I ask you a question? Yeah, and this is tapping a little bit. So Rafe, yeah, big legend, love Rafe. We were playing Call of Duty the other night, and he was like, "If you had a million dollars and you can only buy one thing, what would you buy?" Does it have to be one item? It's only one thing, a singular item. And it doesn't have to be a million. You just have up to a million dollars. Yeah, what would you buy? Hmm. Just trying to think. If I mean, I, what am I going to get the most use out of? That you need to have him on the podcast. So that's that's yeah, the thing. You're, you're, you're kind of you're you're coming at it immediately into like a I'm utility. coming at it as poor person brain. What can I get most bang for my buck? You know what? It, what? How can I stretch a million dollars forever? What is the one thing that is going to service me forever? Kenya, do you have? Did you have an answer that you want to? I had an answer off rip, and right, they were shocked. You start since obviously <laughs> yeah. we're, we're a little stumped. So, nah, you know what? I'm not gonna go first. Okay, just answer the question. I mean, I my, just want to know. My just, gut reaction is like property, mm, like a piece of land, mm, just somewhere I just, really want to live. Just land. Yeah. I mean, a million dollars for some land. That's a. <laughs> Just but land. Chase, I, that's such a Chase answer because yeah. as long as I know you, you're like, I want to move out of the city. Yeah. Me and Shorty move to like countryside, have some animals. I don't want some stone fruit. Yeah, I would buy some land. That yeah, because because yeah, land, and then you know, then you fucking you pay, you get a loan for a house or whatever it is. But I would do I would do land. A land, man. a, a land. prime piece. You know? He said land. Land. <laughs> land. It still drives me nuts to this day with this. This I'm gonna live out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it's blah, gonna. Blah, I, blah. It's gonna happen because Chase is not. I don't know. Well, you guys have all seen him. This is not like a. This is not like an outdoorsy person. I'm not, yeah. It's not an outdoorsy but you, that's person. The thing. You could become no, an outdoorsy person, bro. It, it, what do you mean you are? Like I've like never seen. I would be outside on my property. If Chase, if we dropped off Chase right now. Into the woods, this man would survive. I can see it. Thank you. He's too crazy to not survive. I would figure it out. I, I, I honestly feel you put me in the woods. I don't know how long, but I like. Yeah, but I could, that's on some I could mid survive a couple shit. little that's bit. Not, that's not like outdoor little bit. shit. That's that's. That's 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 Midwest shit. You yeah, know what I mean, that's, yeah, that's yeah. just like a. It's just you, a way I could figure it. You out. could just survive. Yeah, I yeah. feel like I could survive. I would too, I might I would not be, thrive, but I would. Like, I'm not gonna make. Yo, a I believe house. in you. I think you would thrive, dog. Thank you. Thank I'm, you. Don't give it a buck. I think you would thrive. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I would say land. Timbo. Now tell me your answer. 
don't know. I just like the only things I like aren't like. I mean, I like. It's like because you wouldn't buy one piece of clothing and you won't buy one guitar, and these are most of the things I like. With a million bucks? I don't bucks? really care about houses, or I certainly fucking don't care about land. <laughs> Do you think um, you could franchise an Erewhon for a million dollars? Oh, what? I think we need a lot more than a million dollars. Yeah. I, I, you know what? Here's the thing. I do. I'll say this: that, that, that you're onto something there. I do like the idea of like I'd buy like a business, like a big business yeah. that I mm-hmm. could then it get then I'd, there'd be more work I could do, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like I like that, and then that could also throw off more money, even if it's not a million dollars. Forever year. income, bro. Yeah. So I like that. I, I, here's the thing: we don't need to go off of. I, I'll just say like I I do like the idea of it being like a fancy grocery store, yeah. or it could Ooh. be. Mars it could be really any business high quality really. meats yeah I'd buy that's that's a good that mm-hmm. helped me get there that's yeah I like I'd buy a business that uh-huh. I could sort of be involved in but you what know, was your answer then I said I would buy an ATM and I would rent it out to like festivals and shit but the, rate would be, fee. but the rate would be like, what, five, six You're bucks? Taxing. Yeah. Yeah. But then how many people Probably do you think are hitting? Oh, my God. You know how many people are hitting the ATM every day? At a festival and shit. Yes. And then I start buying more ATMs. How much money do you need to buy an ATM? Obviously not a million dollars. He'd buy He'd buy a couple, probably. No, I would buy one. No, yeah, it had to be one thing. I would buy oh, one ATM, and there. I would put it at a place where people would need to use the one ATM. And then mm-hmm. I would go buy another ATM once I'm making enough money. And then you got mm-hmm. two. And then you just build up. And that's just, I'm making money off the fees, bro. Hmm. Okay. I'm chilling. People buy like little shit like that and just make crazy money. Yeah, I, no, I like the idea of I've owning a the parking lot. Like a, like a, stru- a parking yeah. structure. Yeah. Like something like it's just that. Like All day, money. every day. Free Where it's money. just like little bits of money that people don't care about. So you and I have like long-term income. He has a piece of property in the middle of nowhere. That I still got to buy. I still got to build a house house on and shit. (laughs) So I need another mill, but. (laughs) But then you could have the. (laughs) You could have the. Bro, you could have the property, like a big enough amount of property. Mm -hmm. Sell. Part of it's someone else that probably he got some bread. No, he wouldn't do that because he wants to be out there. He thinks he wants to be out there in the middle of nowhere. But then I, you got to give I him a contract, day, though. Day four with like I'm bored. With bad internet, and he's like, <laughs> "Fuck, this sucks." Netflix gets in, it's loading half the time. Yeah, yeah, oh, and then yeah. it sucks. And like well, the thing is, I don't think. I mean, you, I know you have like a, a garden, but like how big? I mean, you'd have to have enough money. A million's not enough. You'd have to have so much money that you don't have to like work any longer, and you just work on the garden. I mean, yeah. In I will say, in this hypothetical scenario, I am kind of also thinking that I'm guapped up a little bit. <laughs> so, like, bro, so, yeah, and he got a million dollars so off I, of that. But what if it was a thing where you like rent it out for like events or some shit? Well, what I was like thinking, in the middle of nowhere, where these motherfuckers just go and do drugs. And like, that's just the space that you. Well, that's buying a business, though. He should have said business. That's a better. Yeah, I mean, you know, but but land is that land of business you could do with the land. I if if were if it were a high quality piece of land, what I would do? How do you rate? How do you rate land? (laughs) If there's a river by it. Water source. That's that's the yeah. It's straight insurance is gonna go up. Truthfully, that's. The high, the highest quality piece of land has a, a decently a creek you can't jump to the other side. Ooh, on it. What, are you making this up? No, I'm serious, bro. It's all hypothetical. That, you can say head, whatever you want. In my head, I mean, that's he the is. highest quality piece of land. Land. If you can't jump to the other side, it's a it big is, enough. And then he says, "In my mind." No, I said, "Bro, listen to the question." Is, is that, that me? Oh, rate land? Yeah, that's how I rate land. Everything gets rated, bro. No, 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 no. 
how how some a property person would come and look at it and and tell you how like value it. You'd be like, Dan, you got a river? Well, I think you can't jump to the other side. This is it. This, how much do you want? We need this. Well, I think it depends who who's surveying the land and for what purpose. Hopefully if it's going to be a farm, it depends I don't on think it's the subjective. land itself. Oh yeah. Goodness. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. 100%. You think... Not 100%. You're going to say 100% or like, that's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay, hear me out. A piece of land that has a river on it is not going to be what fucking Walmart is looking for. Do you know what I'm saying? Ooh, it is lower value land. for Walmart. But, but <laughs> if you're trying to grow stone fruit or something, you're you looking for land that can... You already got water source. If you already got the water source, you, you need to... You just you got to till the if land. If you talk to me about stone fruit one more time, I'm going to eject you off this podcast bro <laughs> stone man Ooh. <laughs> that's all right tight. stone man all right case closed back yeah. to the other question no, they were good they were cereal bro what's your favorite cereal favorite cereal me. right off the top top three. if we're just talking guttural uh, th- today i'd say mini wheats regular not today life i'm saying this hour i'd say mini wheats that's weird, it's bro. Change next hour. Yeah, you asked me at three p.m. It's, it's gonna no, be that's Two not what right. I want. When you say mini wheat, you mean frosted mini wheat? Top right? three, frosted mini wheat. Right? But I'm saying regular box, no bro. cinnamon or strawberry, or whatever. Like just straight up. No, not right now. What's something that you're like? Damn, if you pulled up to a store, you would buy every time. Mini wheats. Come on, I bro. Like kashi, oh. kashi peanut butter. Kashi peanut butter? What the fuck is a kashi Perfect. peanut butter? It's just like a... It's like a... Girl. <laughs> 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 I'm praying, I, right. knew, I knew the answer was... No one was going to like it. It's just like... Kashi, the I can tell you settling yeah, your chair. I knew it was going to be it. Elbows on the table. But kashi you, but peanut you said, butter. But you said... You're going to support this man saying he's buying land with a river you can't jump across the creek of. What is but kashi? But I said kashi, and you're like, well, no, what that's is a kashi bad opinion. What is kashi peanut butter? It's like grape nuts. It's not like grape nuts. See, you're getting a little too angry, all right? You're going to need to calm down. Face turning red. All right, I'll look it up. I might text you and be like, yo, all right. Look, it's just it. What's your choice? Bro, top three. If I started up saying only allowed to buy one thing with a million dollars. But cereal, top three, you go down. There's a whole cereal aisle. Mm-hmm. Top mm-hmm. three. If you're about to pull up and be like, "Yo, I'm gonna get three cereals. This is what this is what I'm about to be into." Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I don't feel as strongly about. He's cereal. not a cereal guy. Yeah, I'm not a cereal guy either. But I know what I like, baby. I got taste. I did too. Kashi Kashi Go Lean peanut butter. Go lean. Yeah, slim fast. That's Jenny it. Craig. Jenny Craig. If, if that was just popping off now, I can promise you. Like, if they were just selling that now, I would be into it. I'd be, I'd be. Well, a all those meal kits and stuff. I'm sure that shit will. I do blow want up. to actually kind of try a meal kit situation. I thought about it, bro. Hello Fresh. I, they were like, we'll send you 18 meals. I'm there was, like, there's something out of Denver or something. Maybe that this is, facilitates. We get we get them as a sponsor, like every other podcast. Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh. Good. Manifest yeah. it. Manifest Come on. it. We will talk about it all day. I will say this much. Hello, Fresh, if you're listening. Chase will hype up anything. Anything. Any living thing that exists. Bro, we could be on the team. Put us on the box. I, I'll give you my God's honor. I'll do. A, I'll do I've a YouTube. I'll do a, it. It's fine. I'll it's do good. a HelloFresh YouTube commercial. Well, I like that it all comes in packages, and you know how much I like packaged just, food. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, so you, you want me to tell you? Yeah, I want to know your cereals. I yeah, bro. Honeycombs. They Great. disappear. Came back. I don't. The taste of it is immaculate. Mm-hmm. The new version or like 
It's all the, it's it's the, the same. Still good. Yeah. They, they just went it away. was gone for years and then it came back. I found it in like Aspen or something. They just took a break. I found it in Aspen. I was just in Aspen. I was like, yo, honeycombs. Oh, I just bought a box, but I don't, I don't do milk, bro. Milk is disgusting. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to get accosted for Kashi Golina, and you're telling me you do cereal only dry. No. I'll he do won't a, even do almond milk? I'll do, like, almond raw milk or oat every milk. Every cereal you eat. Bro, I raw dog life. Yeah. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not done. Apple Jacks. Uh-huh. Apple Jacks are yeah. crazy. And... Uh, it's either between Frosted Flakes or what was the one that we talked about? Frosted Flakes. You said those go. Um, what's the one with the B? Honey Nut oh, Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. Shout out Nelly because he did a commercial with the B. That yeah. shit was crazy. Oh, you know what? <laughs> You're right. That's my favorite too. Legendary. Now. That's a good commercial. Legendary. <laughs> yeah. A rapper yeah. doing a commercial. Nelly didn't turn down. He didn't turn down no jobs. If a job came across his desk, he said, "We'll figure it out." A bag He's is Samuel a bag, Jackson. Bro. Yeah, he understood. He knew. He a bag knew. is a bag. Yeah, Nelly's a good rapper. Yeah. Yes, he gave us hits in the nineties, and he mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. He had the little Jordan deal. My man's done so much. Good for him, bro. Good for you too. Well, guys, Kenyatta, it's been it's really, a truly real pleasure. A pleasure. He'll yeah. certainly be back. Yeah, we'll we'll keep these going. This is good. All right. Well, from all of us here inside this office, I might have to up my rate next time. Yeah, we will. We'll what bump you up. A, what, one jumbo hoodie. <laughs> one jumbo hoodie, and I'll I'll return back. I might be a different person though. We'll see. I might be more calm. I might be a little bit extreme. You can't go more calm. That'd no, that's not. Be <laughs> <laughs> a puddle, bro. I'm I'm chilling, bro. All, All right. right. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. bye. All right. Bye. <laughs>